GameZillaMedia.com. It's time for the last action podcast. Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need. The need for speed. Please, we can kill it. I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble gum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome to this week's episode of the Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ, and I am joined by a man who fantasizes about being chained to a monolith and tortured by larger versions of himself. Overcraft Joe. <laughs> I, I don't have anything for that. That is an official entry in his slash slash fiction catalog. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't I don't have a response. I can't to that. wait till the fans send you AI pictures of that. Eh, whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna send you AI pictures of you boning ET, so we'll be even. <clears throat> anyway, hi Joe. And you could I don't know if you heard or not, but uh, the Tush is here too. I am. That was a really weak intro for me. Yeah, the Twitch is here too. I don't know. What do you want, do you want me to say? Well, you've been on the show like 30 yeah, times. Do you get a special yeah. intro every time? No, but I mean, you get a special intro every time. Though It's the kind of special intro you get. I guess I don't want it. Yeah, I was so. going to say, you, you're more than welcome to take those uh, intros. Mm-hmm. Anyways, okay. Um, so if LPJ's confusing intro didn't clue you in, or I mean, the fact I can't that it imagine says, it did, or or the, or the fact, fact that the it's title. the fact that it says the name of the movie when you click on to listen to the podcast, we are talking about Predators. Predators. Uh, Is that a question tonight? No, I just I was emphasizing that it's plural, not singular. Um, this movie uh, was released July 9th, uh, two thousand ten. Um, and I should say, I, I, I really hadn't seen this particular movie, like the whole thing until I'd say maybe like uh, less than a year, maybe year, year and a half or so. I finally like sat down and watched it. Um, but I do remember, um, <laughs> I, w- I went to the movies, uh, when this came out, not to see this, I was at the theater. I was at, uh, the, the AMC 20 by our house. Uh, by myself, you know, because I'm cool, and I was supposed to be seeing uh, Inception, and like the movie, you know, sat through the trailers and all the stuff, and like the movie started, and they started playing this movie, and it was really confusing. Like they had messed up like what theater it was supposed to be in. Uh, so I remember seeing like how this movie opens with like Adrian Brody and parachutes, and then they like shut it down and like ushered us into a different theory the- uh, theater for the uh, screening of. Inception. So, now, did uh, that actually happen, or were you being incepted? Uh, I don't know. Green. I don't know. Um, what about you, Tush? I mean, you know, I, I, I saw. I don't know. You got me doing it now. Thanks. But I saw it when it came out. I was pretty excited about it. You know, being a big fan of the original, and it was almost like I feel like the advertising campaign, if I remember, was almost like. Yeah, we realize everyone except the original sucks. <laughs> this one is different. This one is good, you know. And it's like I almost, I almost forgot about. But everyone's talking about what the best Predator movie was about last year when Prey came out, and people were like, "Oh yeah, Prey's the, the best." And people were like, oh, "I don't know." The, I, if I recall, Predators was pretty good, and I have to say, this is my second favorite Predator movie. Uh, what about you, uh, LPJ? I saw a, a, just a little bit of this. Uh, on you know HBO or wherever it was at on TV at some point, but then right after we did the Prey episode, like immediately after, I would say after I watched Prey, I immediately went and I think I watched I watched this one. Um, I never got around to watching the Predator 2018 one though. I was just gonna say that's uh, now, that I was gonna say that's now officially like the only one we haven't covered on the podcast. So yeah, that, that's I have not seen that one. But... I've ne- I've ne- I've never seen it either. It's I. I've heard, yeah. I've never heard good things about it, but right. I feel like I'll probably still watch it at some point. But yeah, so I, yeah. I, I immediately watched this right after we, right after we did Prey on the, on the podcast and yeah, it was good. So this, <laughs> this is my second time seeing it. Okay. This is my second time watching it as well. Or second time all the way through, I should say. Okay. 
I watched it on Max, in case anyone uh, was wondering. Uh, okay, so it has a budget of $40 million, a uh, domestic gross of $52 million, uh, and a worldwide of $127 million. So pretty good, pretty good showing for uh, Predators. I guess that's why the uh, franchise has stuck around for so long. Yeah, and I will say this. Um, they got every ounce of money out of that $40 million. Like, oh, they yeah. Did, they did a really, really good job for having only $40 million to work with. Like, yeah. A movie like this is a great argument for why studios need to start making mid-budget movies again. Yes. Because it looks very, very good. And like there's there's no point where it's like, oh, that looks cheesy. It, it looks great. Yeah. You know? And also, like, I mean, not, not that any of them are, like, <clears throat> like, marquee, but, I mean, they're all, I mean, it's full of pretty famous people. I mean, every role just about. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Pretty- Especially because, you know, a couple of them didn't really hit their stride until well after this movie came out. Are you talking about Mahershia Ali? Me and Dave were talking about how we didn't realize he was in this movie until like today. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. no, no, him. Um, Walton Guggins was right, just starting. Yeah, Goggins was just starting, mm-hmm. you know, um, Justified, I think. But, you know, yeah, he was, and now he's, he's pretty big and he was great in it. It's like, yeah. if you're playing a serial rapist who is somehow likable, you are a good actor. You know? <laughs> uh, okay, so this uh, movie has a 65% on Rotten Tomatoes, so well, well, well higher than the 9% that Beverly Hills Cop 3 has, uh, and an audience score of 52%, so just a little bit over the halfway mark there for the audience score. Um, top grossing movies of 2010, uh, I will say... <laughs> Again, uh, side note to the fact that we've been doing the podcast too long, question mark, is that we've done more movies than I would have thought from 2010. Anyways, the top 10, uh, the domestic box office, are Toy Story 3, Alice in Wonderland, which kind of blew my mind, and uh, Iron Man 2. Um, This movie, Predators, comes in 66. Other movies we have covered on the podcast from 2010 are... Uh, number 21, The Other Guys. Number 28, The Expendables. Number 44, The A-Team. And number 92, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. So, Wow, <laughs> it seems weird to me that The A-Team, Scott Pilgrim, and this movie all came out at the same time. This movie feels newer than those other ones. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I guess, yeah, I don't know. There was actually, and I, I can't remember now, but when I was... Looking through the thing, there were some other movies in 2010. I was like, oh, I could see us covering that. Some like Inception, I feel like we've yeah. talked about covering um, a number of times. But um, have you yeah. talked about covering it, or was it just a dream? <laughs> you can't keep using that joke. Did <laughs> I use it before? Um, okay, so we talked about the cast of this being pretty, uh, pretty, pretty famous. Uh, so Adrian Brody, which I, I think is. Um, I mean, I like in this movie, but I think it's not a conventional choice uh, for a movie like this. You wouldn't expect him to be like the big action star, like anchoring this movie. At the same time, though, when the director made the point when he was casting it, like a guy like Adrian Brody looks more like an actual soldier would than a, you know, an Arnold Schwarzenegger or a, let's just get this out of the way now, R.I.P. Carl Weathers. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like he, he does look more like a soldier than actually looks. So you don't really see a lot of big, beefy, you know, bodybuilder soldiers out there. Yeah, and that was that was one of the other intentions was um they didn't want to have another Arnold Schwarzenegger type in there because they didn't think the fans would respond to it as well. They'd constantly compare him to Schwarzenegger. And so they kinda wanted to go outside of that. But they did they couldn't have, you know they couldn't have like Topher Grace be the lead. They had to have somebody <laughs> Uh, that could put on some muscle and, 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 you know, do his best Christian Bale voice. Hey, you're talking about Venom there. That guy's a badass. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yes, as you just mentioned, Topher Grace is in this. Uh, we mentioned Wal- we mentioned Walton Goggins, uh, Alice Braga, who I think is uh, more famous now than, when she, than oh, yeah, she was more. when she made this. 
uh, Lawrence Fishburne shows up for like a cup of coffee in this movie, which by the way, that is something I forgot how very little he's in this movie. In fact, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw this, but it said he filmed for two days. Yeah. When, the first time I saw this, I was watching like, oh, that's cool. They brought her, they brought Lawrence Fishburne in it. Oh, he's getting weird. Oh, he dead. <laughs> I like literally like I, for, I was like, oh yeah, he's in this. Although Dave will tell you that I, I incorrectly said um, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, because I was thinking like, of I was thinking of Saw Gerrera, uh, very similar characters. Um, wow! But then when I when I Saw similar Gerrera. similar how Joe? They're both weird. Both <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but like, so then he shows up, and then I completely forgot that he's in like so little of this uh-huh. movie, like two scenes, and then it's like, all right, see ya. Um, okay, who else? Uh, Danny Trejo. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Mahershala Ali. Um, why, do, why does Derek Mears sound like someone familiar for me? I know he's playing he a predator he, in this, but... He plays... He was um, Jason Voorhees in the 2009 uh, Friday the 13th. He's been in Pirates of the Caribbean. He does a lot okay. of um, like costume work and okay. you know stunt work, essentially. Gotcha. Uh, okay, anyone else you guys want to talk about? Yeah. Oleg uh, Tartikoff? Uh, yeah. He's like an old school UFC guy. Like he fought Ken Shamrock back in the day, and he's been in a lot of like little action movies here and there. Yep. Um, the uh, Louis Ogawa Cheng Chen. So the the I can't remember what his name is in this one. Hanzo. 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 Hanzo is shows up in a lot of different like TV shows and movies just as a character actor. So like I recognized him from a lot of things, but I didn't really recognize what he was from specifically. Um, that's really about it. Like that's literally the entire cast. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's uh, do some net worths, and let's start with Mahersha Mahershala Ali. He's got that soon-to-be sweet, sweet Blade money. What do you think, uh, Tush, for Mahersha Mahershala Ali? Well, he's got that sweet, sweet, uh, the strange case of Benjamin Button money. <laughs> wow. Well, and. I mean, I think he's done really well lately, so I feel like he's probably worth like forty million. All right, what do you think, LPJ? Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet. He was in Spider-Man into the Spider Verse. He was the voice of the uh, the prowler. prowler. Yeah, in that. Uh, he's also in True Detective. If you guys haven't seen his series of True Detective, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet. How much money does he have? I'm gonna go. 30 million 12 million dollars wow, 12 million that's a, that's a shame uh well, next up, comes out, you know he'll get some of that back-end deal i hope you so know, yeah there's more you know what we didn't mention we didn't mention there was copperhead Ooh, oh yeah right. yeah i forgot about that yeah. the awesome um, villain they killed like three episodes in yeah spoiler you know? alert for luke cage for people that haven't watched. yeah it's too late come on <laughs> he might have been uh, the best part of luke cage oh he was great well, Mike um, Coulter is awesome. Mike Coulter was great. You're right. You know what? You, that's fair. Okay. So next up, Danny Trejo. Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet machete money. Which, by the way, how have we not covered that on the podcast? I don't know. Yeah, we'll get to it. So what do you what do you think, uh, LBJ, for Danny Trejo? He's got that sweet, sweet The Flash money. Oh, yeah. That weird role he had in Flash. <laughs> Uh, I'll go. I remember him having a fair amount of money. I want to go fifty million. Okay, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. He's not uh, too. He got sweet, sweet Trejo's tacos money. So, and he has a beer, even though he doesn't drink. He has. I've had his beer. It's actually pretty good. Um, he's had his hands I'm just saying he's worth sixty million. We way over five hundred five hundred thousand dollars. That can't. That cannot possibly <laughs> no. be right. That there's is, look, there's no way that's right. Look it up yourself. Then. No, I don't believe that for that's a second. That's insane. Your website's lying to you. You got you got catfished by your own. Uh, yeah. Website. There. We are both looking. Yeah, look it up on something else. This okay. I found something that says sixteen million. Another thing says five hundred thousand. One says eight million. I think you guys just think you know he has Dave, more. Let's split the difference. Eighty million. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, okay. Next up, uh, Walton Goggins. 
Um, I don't really want to say justify, but I'm trying to think of something else. Um, nah, I can't. Oh, I can't. he owed the move. He owed the government a lot of money in taxes, so his net worth went down super. Oh, so recent too. Then. Oh, uh, you guys are still looking at Danny Trejo. Yeah. Oh well. So maybe Joe's not as wrong as you want him to be. I mean, he's wrong enough. All right. So, anyways. <laughs> Uh, Walton Goggins, he's got that sweet, sweet, hateful eight money. Uh, Tush, what do you think for Walton Goggins? He's got that sweet, sweet episode of Community Community he did money, which was awesome. Huh. Um, do you remember when they do you, do you remember when they did the live read of that episode and he couldn't be on who they got to play his part? No, I don't. It was uh, Pedro Pascal. Uh, oh, okay. Anyways, go ahead. Okay, I think he's been working a lot lately. He's probably worth. 30 million. Okay. What do you think, uh, LPJ? He's got that sweet, sweet, the unicorn money. The weird follow up TV show he did to Justified that is not like Justified at all. It just, I felt like it was a weird choice for him to do. Uh, Does he play like a single dad? Everyone, every neighborhood mom wants to bang? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's real weird. Um, I'm going to go 15 million. Uh, close twelve million dollars for um, twelve million dollars for uh, Walton Goggins. Okay, next up, Alice Braga. She's got that sweet, sweet the Suicide Squad money. Uh, what do you think, uh, LBJ, for Alice Braga? I don't know anything else she's in. <laughs> I recognize the name. That's it. Uh, she's got that sweet, sweet Predators money. Um, I'm gonna go five million. Okay, what do you think, uh, Tush? Um, she's got that sweet, sweet. I'm afraid. Oh, okay. I just looked at my phone. Queen of the South money. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, there we go. There it is. Guys. Um, I think she's probably worth five million. Close. Uh, two million dollars. Um, next up, Topher Grace. He's got that sweet, sweet win a date with Todd Hamilton money. Wow. Uh, Tush, what do you think for Topher Grace? Well, it's Tad Hamilton. Oh, oh geez. Sorry. Wow. Um, he's got that sweet, sweet, in good company money. Uh, I think he probably has $20 million. Okay. Uh, what do you think, LPJ? Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet Spider-Man 3 money. I didn't want to say Spider-Man 3, but I can't. I got nothing else. That '90s show, sure. Yeah, that sweet, sweet. That '90s show money. Uh, I'll go. I'm gonna go thirty million. Uh, fourteen million dollars for Topher Grace. Fourteen. They clearly uh, you guys... those uh, actors in the back end very well. Uh, uh, next up, Lawrence Fishburne. I've had so all many. this. I, I know. There's the last two. I've had all this time to think of a uh, sweet, sweet for Lawrence Fishburne, and I really can't think of one. Oh, you know what? He's got that sweet, sweet Matrix money. What do you think for Lawrence Fishburne, uh, LBJ? Dang it, I wish I would have said John Wick. He's got that Go sweet, sweet blackish money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going uh, $40 million. Okay. What do you think, uh, Tush? He's got that sweet, sweet Death Wish 2 money where he played one of the punks. Uh, <laughs> I think cut. he's worth $50 million. $30 million for Lawrence Fishburne. And then finally, Adrian Brody. He's got that sweet, sweet Darjeeling Limited money. Uh, what do you think, LBJ, for uh, Adrian Brody? He's got that sweet, sweet... Wasn't he going to play the Flash at one point money? No, you're thinking of Adam Brody, who oh. was supposed to play it. Who was going to play the Flash in that, like, George Miller directed. Uh, <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. Uh, who cares? Uh, 15 million. Uh, okay, what do you think, uh, Tish? He's got that sweet, sweet Summer of Sam money. Uh, I think he's worth 20 million. $10 million for he's also. Brady. Adrian Brody is kind of the guy they use as like the poster child of the so-called Oscar curse of that. Like, Oh, once you get an Oscar, you're going to be a lot less successful than you used to be or whatever. You know, like it's like, you have the Halle Berry making bad movies after winning an Oscar. And and then he's kind of the guy who's that, but you know, he's made some stuff. He's a, he's a uh, big, um, 
He's a Wes Anderson guy now. He was it's in true. like yeah. he was in like Grand Budapest Hotel, Asteroid yeah, City. Uh, oh, he was in. I don't know if either of you watched it, but I forgot he was uh, uh, in the the first episode of that show on Peacock, uh, Poker Face. Uh, that was a good show. Uh, anyways, uh, okay, uh, LBJ, did you want to talk about the director, writer, that kind of stuff? Yeah, um, it was written by Robert Rodriguez uh, in 1994. <laughs> So like he wrote this at the same time he was filming Desperado and submitted it to uh who would have been would have been uh, Fox? No, it would have been Fox. Yeah, it would have been Fox. Yeah. Oh yeah, cuz they owned yeah, So and they it was just too much money for them to make so they kind of passed on it and then years later they dug it up out of a out of a pile of other scripts and said, "Oh yeah, this will work real good." And they called them up and said, "Hey, you want to make this movie?" Uh, and he was surprised apparently, uh, and was going to direct it, but then opted to not direct it and got, uh, Nimrod and Tal to direct it. Nimrod, the X-Men villain got Nimrod, it. the super, uh, super, super Sentinel, Sentinel, right? To get, yeah. yeah. Um, which was crazy. He did a good job. You know what? He did a better job than you would think a robot would. Right, right, right. Especially one that's always trying to murder people. Well, mutants. <clears throat> that's fair. That's fair. Anyway, uh, I don't know people too, Joe. Yeah. Apparently, apparently, Evercraft Joe is anti-mutant. Apparently, okay. I don't know anything You're else. Wearing your Friends this, of Humanity shirt. I don't know anything else this guy directed. I haven't seen it at all. Apparently, he directed uh, Vacancy, Meh, and Armored, were the kind of the, the, the two previous to this. Um, and I haven't really seen anything else that he's or heard of anything else that he's done. Uh, he did a good job, though. I, I certainly don't think he did a bad job. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and then apparently there were, there were touch-ups on the script done by Alex Litvick and Michael Finch, who I have nothing on them. Um, but some the of the stuff, story was written by Robert Rodriguez. Some of the stuff about like the original version of yeah. the script is wild. Yeah, it was a gladiator yeah. planet, uh, like almost like a, like a coliseum. And yeah. the original script had Schwarzenegger's character, Dutch, uh, kidnapped to fight in this gladiatory arena uh, with all these predators watching him against, you know, whoever it is they picked out to, to fight him. Um, and I think Carl Weathers character was going to appear in it as well. Oh no, I'm sorry. No, Danny Glover's no. character was going to appear in it as yeah. well. Um, but you know, neither of them either were available or didn't want to do it. Schwarzenegger was the governor of California at the time. So I imagine it is probably hard for him to find time to make a movie. Um, so they rewrote it to what this is. Right. Well, it sounded like even after they rewrote it, they still were trying to work in a Arnold cameo. Yeah. Um, they said like they just couldn't get it to work, but it was going to be like the end of the movie, like another ship was going to show up and he was going to be there, like wearing like full Predator like armor and like have like Predators with him and be like, oh, good, good job. I can't do an Arnold like voice, but you know what I'm saying? Yes. Pretty, pretty spot on. It was like, good. It's like he was in the room <clears throat> with me. No, he's like, oh, the, oh, oh. Yeah, that's wow. it. That was it. That's all we that, need. That was dead on. That was unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. You know what you could do? I'm, you could call up Chris Pratt and prank him right now. Uh, yeah, I just, I, li lot. I literally just like channeled Arnold there. And he that just like, unbelievable. it was I, crazy too because your muscles all of a sudden ripped out of your shirt when you did it. It's like you had a whole physical transformation. It was unreal. It's crazy. It was crazy. Um, but I'm back here with you guys. Uh, I couldn't find any taglines for this, so uh, no taglines for you. Um, anything else that you want to talk about before we get into the plot? No. Okay. Wait. Let's get into No. Okay. Wait, wait. No. Okay. Good job. Okay. So uh, it starts. So chained uh, on a monolith being beaten by larger versions of himself, right? <laughs> Picture that. Well, I, I mean, I yeah. think that's a, I think just a larger version is a little an oversimplified. For, Listen, man, it's your fantasy. Don't tell me. Shirtless with dreadlocks. Yeah, dreadlocks was crazy. Chains. <laughs> I wish I had enough hair to put in dreadlocks. Anyways, so um, <clears throat> getting to the plot, she's a Pete's. Um, <laughs> Adrian Brody wakes up. He's falling from the sky. This is the part I saw before they stopped the movie. Um, he lands in a jungle. Um, he's not sure where he is. Uh, Danny Trejo shows up, uh, and he's like, um, his whole deal is like he's a 
Mexican like drug cartel enforcer. Um, I like the idea that they were all kidnapped from different places, but they all still had like all their guns with them and stuff. Like they were GI Joes, like in a package. <laughs> yeah, I think that was uh, the point. They, I think the whole premise is the predators capture, you know, dangerous who they consider predators at their peak. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so then another dude uh, shows up, but his chute doesn't open, so he like pancakes on the ground. Yep. Um, then uh, they run into the Russian guy that Dave loved, who was a UFC fighter, and he's got like he's got one of those huge like mini guns, and he's just like spraying bullets at him. Um, but they eventually kind of like stop fighting with each other, and they they talk a little bit, and they're they're all like the last thing they remember is like there being like a really bright light, and then they were like waking up, falling. Uh, uh, or parachuting from the sky. Um, they meet up with uh, Alice Braga, uh, uh, and she's like a sniper. That's like her deal. Yeah, she's like a um, fighter. Well, then they yeah. said she was uh, Israeli Defense Force, which she is the most Brazilian Israeli I've ever seen. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, then they they go looking for uh, more parachutes, uh, and that's when you see the. Um, the, the Japanese guy, the Yakuza, uh, Hanzo, he's kind of like there and like following him, but he doesn't say anything. He also takes off his shoes because it's like fancy boots get stuck in the mud. So he's walking around. Also, so he can be more silent. Um, and I determined then they, he likes to have squishy things between his toes. That was an <laughs> yeah, deleted he scene. He is Japanese. That was a deleted scene, though. Yeah. Um, so then as they're trying to find more people, they run into uh, Mahershala, Mahershala Ali and uh, uh, Walton Goggins and they're fighting. Uh, he's like uh, Walton Goggins is like a, a death row inmate. Yeah. And I, yeah. what's Mahershala Ali's deal? He's like like an, like a African death squad member. Yeah. Like, okay. yeah, like, you know, yeah. Uh, and, and then they're like, hey, well, they're like, hey, maybe we should help that guy stuck in a tree. And that's when they're introduced to Topher Grace. Uh, he's stuck in a tree and he's yelling and screaming a lot. Uh, and I like that Adrian Brody just like shoots the branch and he it falls down. That's pretty funny. Although I, um, I was a little disappointed. The gun that he has is very similar to the one that um, Terry Crews was using in Expendables. But it really didn't make as good of a noise as Terry Crews's. I was going to say, is that some kind of like shotgun or something that yeah, he has? It's, uh, yeah. it's an automatic, a fully automatic uh, shotgun or semi-automatic shotgun. Yeah. Sorry. Nice. Well, and he, yeah, he doesn't say remember this shit next Christmas. <laughs> remember this shit come mm. Christmas. That's like the second episode in a row that quote is coming. Because <laughs> yep. I can't remember why, but we talked about it last week too. Um, okay. So um, that that's when they come across the first of uh, LPJ's favorite thing to bring up, those monoliths. And there's just like a huge pile of like bones and skulls and stuff underneath it. Um, they, they're trying to figure out where they are, but like, they're kind of like, none of the, none of it makes sense. And none of it matches like any of the jungles that they know. Uh, plus like, um, they, they, they point out that, uh, or Adrian Brody points out that the sun hasn't moved since they've been there. <laughs> like it hasn't changed its position in the sky. Um, so they continue to walk through the jungle and they come across like this smashed open crate that was like parachuted out of the sky. It's empty, but you can tell that like whatever it was in broke its way out and they kind of pull back and show that there's like tons and tons of these crates, like stuck in trees and all over the grounds. Uh, more of that later. Um, then they're kind of, uh, 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 they're walking and they start like stumbling upon all these like traps that were set that they almost get caught in. And they were supposed to be like similar to the predator, the original predator traps, right? Like that was on yeah. purpose. Cause it's like the, the big like tree swinging down and like the, 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 the spikes the, flaring down. Yeah. They, they were all similar traps to what Schwarzenegger, uh, set at the end of predator. Right, and I think that was probably some kind of holdover from when they wanted to use Dutch in Maybe. the script. Um, so they end up finding a dude, a, a guy, a, a, like who is behind setting all the traps. So he's dead. He's got a hole blown in his chest. Uh, so he dead. They said that they found him in like, um, or he's supposed to be in like Afghanistan or something. Um, so eventually, after they keep walking, they figure out that they're on like another planet because they come to this clearing, and you can see it's like all these planets and stuff in the sky. Uh, so it's like, uh, they're like, Oh, we're on another planet. <laughs> what? 
What is happening? I don't know. I don't know why he said, uh-oh, we're on another planet. Uh-oh, guys. Hey, guys. Uh-oh. Looks like uh, we're on another, we're on another planet. planet. Whoa. I feel like you guys are teaming up against me. Um, so uh, then they get attacked by all these weird, like, dog spiky creatures uh i i read that they said that the the hunting dogs they're based on like uh the skulls of creatures that were in the uh predator ship and predator 2 so that's that's kind of a cool callback right there yeah it was neat they did do a lot of not callbacks but like homages to different things in the past which was nice to see you know they didn't shy away from it right uh if only they could have got that danny glover cameo though yeah or just had his skull Remember all the people that like have beat. <laughs> Remember all the people that have beat like a predator and one-on-one combat. One of them is Danny Glover. Yeah, weird, right? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. a little weird. It's like Arnold and like one is just a lady with a tomahawk on a rope. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Whatever works. Um. It does. So, any- so anyways, um. <clears throat> They, they get attacked by a bunch of these uh, the the weird dog creatures, but then they eventually there's like a high pitched whistle and they all leave. Uh, and, and Adrian Brody's kind of like, well, they left because they were just trying to flush us out, and that's when he kind of figures out that they're the ones being hunted. You know that they're like they've been brought there. They kind of figure out that they've been all brought here to be hunted by what they don't know yet. Um, then Danny Trejo's dead, uh, and, <laughs> and we don't even see him get killed. They no. they think he's dead, and he's, like, crying out for them to help him, and Adrian Brody's kind of like, nah, we, we can't help him. Um, but uh, Alice Braga wants to help him, but she doesn't because they're like, he's like, it's a trap. So she, like, shoots him to put out of his misery, but they find out that he's already dead anyways, and it's just more of, like, the Predators, like, like they do a lot in the first one, like, recording the voices and stuff and, like, playing it over. Right. Yeah, just trying to trying to draw them out, you know. Yeah. So they, they follow the tracks of the creatures back to the predator camp, and that's where you find the, like, uh, predator tied to the monolith, and he's, like, he looks like the predator from, like, the 1987 film. Yeah, like, he's that's definitely like. classic predator, more humanoid size, not as big. The other ones are gigantic. They're quite a bit larger. They're easily a foot and a half taller than the humans and taller than and larger than the mon- the, the, the predator hanging from the monolith. So you don't want to say that they're more human than human, huh? No, no, I, I would say they're more predator than predator. Um, because they're what, predators, what, they're not humans. Were you watching the movie? What's the deal with that predator? Like, what? The, I feel like they never really explain what's going on with him. No, I think it's, it, from what I was reading, it was supposed to... Uh, not symbolize. It was supposed to allude to two different tribes. Like there was the classic style predators, and then these new ones that are kind of genetically engineered that are sort of the new breed predators that are uh, at war with the with the classic predators. Gotcha. So they're like two uh, uh, wrestling factions. There's like two wrestling out. factions. It's NWO versus WCW. Uh, I feel like it's NWO versus NWO Wolfpack. <laughs> that's fair. NWO versus NWO Wolfpack. That's good. That's good. Maybe they could have a Survivor Series, a classic Survivor Series match. Um, well, but that was that WCW. Would, that would be it would be WCW. War oh, Games. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, I feel... Listen, okay. if we didn't call you out now, you're going to get all kinds of shit in Discord. So It's I, true. I, I highly doubt it. Uh, okay, so uh, while they're there, they, 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 uh, Mahershala Ali gets killed. Um and uh, the predators show up. How does he get killed? They, I don't even remember. There's like a trap and it like springs up and he gets like spiky shit and then he's like, Kah, Kah. oh, that's yeah. right. Okay, yeah. I feel uh, like Admiral Akbar would have a lot to say on this planet. Yeah, it's a trap. <laughs> um. So also, as sadly, the Russian dude, the Russian guy's like uh, minigun gets trashed during the skirmish. Yeah. Uh, and that's when he find out that there's actually three predators after him. Um. Like, one of them's the really big, huge guy, and then there's, like, the one that they call, like, the Tracker, I think, and the one's got, like, the bird or something. I yeah, don't know. they like called him... Tracker, Berserker, and Falconer. Ah, uh, Berserker, is that the big one? That's the big, giant one. That was that, spoiler alert, his mask comes off, and he looks reminiscent of the uh, rejected design from the original Predator that um, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme played. 
Oh dang! That's what the, that's what the whole the callback to that was. It was uh, the elongated, more kind of lobster-like face. But Van Damme was like, they could not see my face in this movie. <laughs> He's like, it's very hard to do cocaine with this mask on. <laughs> He's like, at what point am I showing my butt? <laughs> Oh, sorry. Sorry, LBJ. Didn't mean to make fun of your hero. No, it's fine. He, 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 it was good. So uh, they get away from the Predators. They, like, fall off a cliff into some water. And then I liked it, like, um, they're kind of sitting there and, like, Alice and Adrian Brody's talking to Alice Bragg and he's like, you recognize those creatures. You've seen them before. And then she's like, well, and then proceeds to tell them the entire plot of the 1987 uh-huh. Predator movie. <laughs> It's like a recap of the plot and how they like, oh yeah, like they were in the jungle and they killed off his team and he was able to beat it and the mud hit his heat signature and like basically a giant recap of the entire film. Um, how did so, she say she even heard about it? Uh, I don't know. Tush? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> don't worry about it. You know what? It'll, it'll remain a mystery. So um, uh, they they decide like they're like hey what 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 we need to do is try and like set like a trap for the predators and get them into like a choke point and then we can shoot them and kill them um, and, and I I like that the the predators kind of like suss out that there's a trap going on so their solution is to just send like Topher Grace running out <laughs> to try and draw the predators out but then they end up killing a creature but it's not the predator I was kind of confused about like yeah. what this other thing chasing him was I feel like the falconer has different things that he uses to, like go after them like different creatures oh okay oh so it's that like could have been one of the things that was in the in the crates in the crates yeah yeah. Okay. He so uses the dogs, he uses the uh, that whatever that thing is, like that's his thing, you know. So he, he's like the beast master. Yeah, there's di- like there's different types of huntsmen in this movie, you know. Gotcha. Is Chris Hemsworth in it as the hunt as the huntsman? He is. And then if they were to make another one, it'd be just him. <laughs> because apparently someone was getting it on as the director. People were like, I am not cool with that. So um what? <laughs> Save it for our Snow White the Huntsman episode. Um, so, anyways, so uh, they they it, it, the thing's chasing Topher Grace and they kill it. And Adrian Brody's like, "Oh, nice shot, Alice Braga." And she's like, "I missed." And then they find out that it's Lawrence Fishburne that killed it. And he shows up and he's got like a predator helmet on and like full predator gear. And he's like, "I'm Lawrence Fishburne." Um, and then so he takes him back. He sounds like so. Uh, he takes him back to his base. His base is like some kind of old drilling equipment. I was kind of confused as to what the base was. I thought it was an old ship, yeah. It was just an old ship. Oh, well, I thought I swear, and I'm gonna look this up in the script and post it in Discord. I swear they say something, it's like it's old mining equipment or something like that. I'm gonna find it and prove it. It's old mining equipment on a ship. Well, I'm gonna prove you, I'm gonna prove you guys wrong. I'm feeling very uh. Very ganged up on this episode. Uh, okay, so uh, normally, wait. Now, normally, you prefer to be tied to a monolith when you're ganged up on, though, right? Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Lawrence Fishburne takes him into his base, uh, and that's when they find out that he's pretty crazy. Uh, he keeps talking to an invisible person. Uh, he said he's been there for 10 seasons, and I was confused because I assumed that that was like, oh, like 10 years, but then like. According to IMDb, they're like, oh, it's basically like he's been there for two years. And I'm like, he's that crazy after being there for just two years? I know. I found a lot of the stuff on IMDb to be kind of like, what are you basing this on? You know? Right. It's like I've I never mean, seen I guess movie- that they're basing it on how fast, because at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, more parachutes drop. Um, if they're basing it on like a season is rounds of people showing up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's hard to say, but like I've never seen on IMDb like, a trivia thing with more like downvoted, you know, yeah. facts. Because sometimes playing stupid shit like, oh, this is like the third movie to have a, a female character that's a brunette. It's like, shut up, that's stupid. <laughs> you know, why would you even type that out? Like, it's you know, it's insane. So uh, I also like that the uh, Yakuza guy finds that like ancient like samurai sword in there, and he's like, this is very old. Uh, and then they're like, oh, you can speak English, and he's like, yeah. Maybe I speak too much. And then he shows his hand and it's missing two fingers, which I guess is like a Yakuza thing. But um, yes. 
Those that's that guy's only three lines. But you know what? That might be my favorite character because he has like the most badass moment and like he's sweet. Yep. And maybe the entire franchise in this movie. Um, so uh, they all go to sleep. And then they wake up, and crazy Lawrence Fishburne is trying to kill him by like smoking him out. He's like locked him in the room, and he set a fire, and he's like like blowing all the smoke into there. Um, but then they 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 kind of chase him off and then he runs into the predator and the big predator and it shoots him and he blows into a million pieces and he's gone. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Like he was there and gone in maybe two scenes. Yeah. Well, two days of filming. So, I mean, like literally he was in two locations. Um, so then, then, then they're trying to get out of the ship or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Topher Grace sucks. Cause somehow he, he's like, they're all walking in a line, but he loses them. <laughs> Because I don't know, he somehow is bad at following people. Uh, and then I like how they run into him, and he's like on the other side of some pipes, and they're kind of like, "All right, like peace out, yeah, we're gonna leave you behind." Because I like the idea that it's like, yeah, these are all like actually horrible people. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. They kind of make you think they're like, oh, they're good guys, but they're actually in reality all pretty terrible. So well, I like the, not, the only one is not terrible is Alice Braga. Right, but even she is kind of like peace out well, for Grace. No, so, so Oleg Tartikoff and yeah. Alice Praga are both like semi nice. You yeah, know? they're they're fine. They're or, just regular yeah. soldiers. But right. like you know, Adrian Brody's a mercenary, and the other ones are all are all uh, uh, killers or criminals. Uh, killers of some or criminals. Sort. Yeah, but I love how they're constantly questioning like Topher Grace. Like, well, you're a doctor. That's weird that you're here. <laughs> I, you know. I, it is true, and and I do like the um, I do like the reveal on that uh, yeah, yeah. toward the end, which it kind is... of starts right now. You know, with the, the him like kind of like you know Oleg came back for him, but then he immediately leaves Oleg. You know, well, also I found it funny. I have a note that I'm like, how many flares did Topher Grace have on him? Because he keeps flares. I'm like, that dude must have grabbed a lot of flares. flares. They last about thirty seconds. He got flare. What what would uh what would Ric Flair say if he was there? Well, if they're shitty flares, it's probably what David Flair. Wow. Do you think uh who do you who do you like in a fight between Ric Flair and a uh, predator? Ric Flair at his prime. Is he drunk? <laughs> Is that make it better or worse? Uh, I think probably like Ric Flair would get a lot of chops in. <laughs> yeah, especially if he's yeah. hopped up on Woo Energy Drink. Exactly, or would Woo he, Would he do some styling and pro? <laughs> <laughs> yep, hundred percent. Oh man, and I don't know. He pulls the dick the out. Predator wouldn't know what to do. Right? <laughs> Ric Flair took his wiener out, and then he hit, like, oh, hit him with out. the. Uh, he'd hit him with the uh, with the metal Halliburton case. Be exactly. Now I'm just thinking of like a, uh, a a comic book series you should write, where it's just like every issue is like a predator against an f- old school wrestler. Like and he every fights, time like, they pull their dick out, <laughs> every fights, time. He fights. Time. He fights Shawn Michaels, and he gets like sweet. He gives the Predator sweet chin music yep. or something. And like the great one will be when John Cena fights him because they're both like, "You can't see me." You can't see me. Oh, that's genius! <laughs> wow, that's right. Okay, we'll we'll call Disney, <laughs> and, and we'll call WWE. WWE is game to change whatever narrative possible right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. so they'll be into it. You know, they're 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 ready to uh, to do some damage control. Exactly. Um, Okay. Anyway, so yeah, so the Russian dude he comes back to save Topher Grace, and then he gets killed, and Topher Grace <laughs> leaves him. Uh, but I do like that the uh, Russian dude takes out the uh, the the one predator with him because he's like trying to kill him, and he like uh, what's he have like a like a grenade grenade. grenade. All right. Well, they use grenades later on, so I you know. Well, they use them here too. So he takes. So he so he blows. He he dies, but he takes one of the predators out with him. Um, uh, then, uh, Walter Goggins, uh, gets shot by one of the other predators, uh, jumps on him, says something that we can't repeat, uh, stabs him. It's a great line, even if it is pretty offensive, but it works for his character, but we can't repeat it. That's fair. He stabs him a bunch with the, uh, his shiv. Oh yeah. He Uh, shanks the guy. (laughs) Old school, like prison style shanked him. 
But then, uh, then I like that the the predator just straight up rips his spinal cord out with his skull. Yeah, that's pretty gruesome when he's like holding it up and you can see the skull and stuff. Um, so then we get the like the, the the kind of my favorite part of the movie is like they're running across like uh, they're trying to get away. They're running through the field. It reminded me of kind of the field with the raptors in uh, Lost World, the second Jurassic Park. Yeah, but like. Um, the Yakuza guy's like, hey, like basically tells them to go in without him and he stops and he takes off his like sports coat and tie and he's got like all his Yakuza uh, uh, tattoos and he has like a sword fight with the Predator, which I read that they purposely wanted it to mirror uh, that guy in the first one who fights the Predator. Yeah, I, can't and I thought I, I loved it because apparently they originally wanted to do like Kung Fu moves. And he's like, well, no, the character's Japanese. That makes no sense. Right. So that he had to do like, traditional like Kendo moves and it looks it looks a lot like a fight in like a Kurosawa movie or something. Yeah. It's really well done. It's, very, it's really, well done. it's really sweet too. Cause the dude, I mean, he gets killed too, but he takes out the predator, uh, which is a pretty impressive feat to like beat a predator with a sword. Um, yeah. So it, it's cool. It's really cool. It's it, like I said, it's probably my favorite. Well, not probably. It is my favorite for the movie. Um, so back to the remaining three, dumb old Topher Grace gets his foot stuck in a trap while they're trying to run away. And uh, Adrian Brody begins like, hey, that trap wasn't supposed to kill you. They just wanted to maim you to slow us down. So he's like, hey, let's leave him behind. <laughs> but right. but, but Alice, how, you know what? I will stand up for Adrian Brody at every point because at every every decision he's making is the right one to leave it's all true. these people behind. Yeah, it's true. Um, but Alice Braga won't, so she stays a toe for grace. Uh, but Adrian Brody pieces out. He gets back to the Predator camp. He sets free the uh, the old school Predator who is tied to the monolith. And it's kind of like, hey, like I need to go home. Uh, on that ship and the predator's like doo, 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 on his keyboard and he pulls up like a map and he knows he knows earth apparently because he pulls it up and he like gets the ship started um so uh uh then Dover grace and alice braga get caught in a net they're trying to escape and they get caught in a net and the predator like throws them into a hole uh, so then we get some like predator on predator action where the big predators fighting the little 1987 predator um, and, and they make you think that Adrian Brody got in the ship before it took off, uh, but he didn't actually. Uh, and then after the um, the 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 Jack Predator kills the old school Predator, cuts off his head, I think, which is pretty gruesome. Yeah. Um, he like follows and he sees the ships taking off, and he's like, doo, 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 and it blows up. So we're like, oh no, did Adrian Brody die? Uh, but he didn't die. Um. So, and that's when we learn like the big twist about Topher Grace's character because they're kind of stuck in that hole. Uh, and it turns out that he's like uh, like a murderer, like a serial killer, basically. Yeah. Uh, and he like poisons, um, he poisons Alice Braga with this like toxin that he found earlier. He goes on, what's that? A paralytic. Yeah. Yeah. From like, and it was on like his scalpel. Uh, so then I like uh, Adrian Brody comes back for him and he gets him out. And I like that, like, Topher Grace is going to, like, try and stab him. And he grabs him and, like, jams the scalpel, like, up through the roof of his mouth. He, he um, has a pretty solid, like, tough guy line when he's like, oh, you're a good man. He's like, no, I'm not good, but I'm fast. Yeah, know? and he's like, and so, like, Topher Grace is back to being a bitch at this point. He's like, don't kill me. But he, he leaves him, like, laying there for the Predator to find. And when the Predator rolls him over, that's when you see he's got all, like, the grenades like strapped to him and he blows up. And so, um, but the printer does not blow up. Well, he doesn't blow up, but he gets like, back. Oh, he was yeah. saying that Topher Grace blows up. Oh yeah. 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 No, but I'm saying like, surprisingly for as close as the predator was to him, the predator did not blow up. Right. Well, okay. So I had that same thought because yes, the Russian takes out the predator with one grenade earlier. However, Remember, there are different classes of predators. Yeah, this yeah, is this the tougher predator. predator yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, like, uh, Adrian Brody in full, like, Dutch mode at this point. He's got his shirt off and he's covered in mud. And he kind oh, of. Oh, I thought like, when he was wearing, like, wooden shoes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I do like his, like, attack method because he's, like, sets, like, a ring of fire. Uh, and he's kind of, like, running. So, like, because, the predator. The reason why he him. sets the ring of fire is because the predators use heat vision to, to see him. And if all the fire is around, they have a hard time kind of dis distinguishing between a person heat signature and just the fire in the, in yeah. the ring. It's right. why they had such a hard time when they went after Johnny Cash. Yes. 
And so, like, Adrian Brody's kind of just, like, running in and, like, hitting him in the head and all this stuff. And he, But he's not really doing a lot of damage. And, and then, like, the Predator gets the upper hand and seemingly looks like he's going to kill Adrian Brody. But Alice Braga gets her sniper rifle and shoots the Predator. Like, doesn't kill him, but shoots him. And then uh, Adrian Brody picks up what I think is the Predator's weapon, like the big, like, sickle or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And, like, slices him and chops him up a bunch. And eventually cuts off his head and kills him. So see you later, Super Predator. Uh, and then uh, he tells uh, Alice Braga that his name is Royce. Uh, and they see a bunch of like parachutes dropping. Like you can see some of them are people, some of those crates, and they're dropping from the sky. And he's like, "We got to find a way off this fucking planet" or something like that. Uh, and that's the end of the movie. Seemingly making you think that there was going to be like a sequel or something to this, but. Yeah, and it, you know, like you said, it made money. It made more money than other ones that got the sequel. But it just, I don't know, for whatever reason, they didn't. They moved on to not as good as stories after this. You know, <laughs> I'm really curious. I feel like I, I feel like I'm definitely going to watch that one. I haven't seen now. I know it's not going to be any good, but I'm really. There are moments where it's, it's. There are moments where it's good, but it just, I don't know. It just feels. It just doesn't have like it doesn't have the the edge this one has. It has some. I don't know. And it's a Shane Black movie, so you'd think I would like it, but it's just, I don't know. Too much going on, maybe. Also, too superhero-y, almost. Isn't Thomas Jane in it? Thomas Jane is in it, but the main guy is the guy who is like the bad guy in Logan, that uh, with voice or something, Boyd or something. Oh, he, uh, that guy also went on to be uh, the main bad guy in the uh, Justified revival. Yep. Okay, City, yeah. City Prime Evil. Um, yeah, so, but that's the end. Um, no, no post credit see, scene or anything like that. So, um, yeah, it's the end of Predators. Uh, I read that Adrian Brody put on 25 pounds of muscle for this movie, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah, he looked good. Like, he, he looked, he, really looked he looked like an appropriately, you know, uh, he looked like a like soldier appropriate size. Yes. He's, yeah, and that's, I mean, like, I didn't see that, but, like, or I didn't see that when I was doing my research, but I get, it makes sense, you know, you guys explaining, like, why they wanted someone like him right. for the movie, you know, to be more realistic as far as, like, a, a soldier might be or, or someone like that. Um, do you have any role reversals? I got a few, yeah. Um, okay. So for Isabel... So uh, Alice Braga, they wanted Samantha, Samantha Mathis was considered who I, I don't think that works. I mean, I guess no. she looks more like an Israeli soldier, I suppose, than Alice Braga does, but not by much. Um, I mean, and then Punisher's uh, wife, the Thomas Jane Punisher. <laughs> yes. Princess Peach in the uh, Mario Brothers movie um, um, for Noland. So that would be uh, uh, Lawrence Fisherman's character, Jeff Fahey. <laughs> lawnmower man himself <laughs> and then for royce milo ventimiglia okay i think he's too short for that like too just physically too small uh freddie rodriguez and then josh brolin who i think josh brolin would have been good but i think josh brolin would have been too big brolin would have been sweet i would have liked to see brolin in this yeah. i mean i like adrian brody I, I don't have a problem with it but i think i think uh uh, uh Roland would have been cool. It sounds like a couple of like the role reversals are people who they're like, no, Robert Rodriguez, you can't put your regular in this movie. Like <laughs> Freddie Rodriguez, no, that'd be ridiculous. Right. That guy's like five foot two. And then uh <laughs> Jeff Lee, you know. Um uh, yeah. Uh not not a lot else. It didn't take long to shoot. It was only a fifty-three day shooting schedule. Um Special effects were all done by uh, um, Greg Nicotero's studio, so KNBFX, um, which they did. I think they did a fantastic job. I, they did a good job with the uh, '87 Predator, making it look like the '87 Predator, and then mm -hmm. updating the Super Predators to look like, you know, evolved versions of those Predators in a in a you know realistic way, as realistic as you can be with aliens. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think, especially, I think they did a really good job with everything. You know, knowing that relatively the budget wasn't that uh, that huge for a movie like this. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. With um, all these people and all the creatures and everything like mm -hmm. that. Uh, we get to write this. I say we just write it. Yeah. Let's do that.
Uh, who wants to go first? Do you want me to uh, go first? Sure. I'll go first. Um, <laughs> I like this movie a lot. I think it's really good. I had a, a just as good a time watching it the second time through as I did the first time. Um, the only little thing that kind of not really bothered me, but just was just kind of annoying, was Adrian Brody's voice. Um, it was at times. It was real forced. Like he was doing a hardcore Christian Bale Batman at some point. Um, and it was a little, it was just a little weird. But other than that, I think all the acting is very good in this. Uh, I The plot is simple, but it makes sense for the situation they're in. The effects are great. They got every ounce of money out of that budget. Um, the action is really, really good. Uh, the creatures look fantastic. It holds up. Like even the CGI generally holds up really well. Um, having Lawrence Fishburne, Fishburne show up it was good. I liked his character. Uh, I liked that he died. Actually, I think it made sense. Um, overall, this is a great movie. I really like it a lot. Uh, I will go. I'm gonna go four machine guns with it. Oh, okay. Um, I'll go next. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoy this movie and it, you're right. It does hold up, you know, second viewing. I still really enjoyed it. And I like, I like the idea. I, I like the plot. Cause it like makes sense. It seems something like based on like what they've established with the pressure. And like, I like this idea and I like them getting all the, uh, you know, all these dangerous people from earth and like the, like, Oh, like we're the predators too. Like I, I like all that. And, and, you know, it really is, there's not a lot of lull. I think it, I think it keeps the plot moving, you know, and it's like a tight, like maybe just under two hours or something, I think runtime. I can't remember exactly, but I think, I think that works well. I'm a little, uh, not as on board with the Lawrence Fishburne kind of thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I think that would have been, a little cooler uh, one if they had used like a, a Danny Glover or an Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. I don't know. I just like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm not as sold on his part in it. Cause I feel like he's just there for like to give him some exposition and then like get killed. So uh, I'm not as into him, but overall and like the, the sword fight is so cool. One of the probably coolest things in any predator movie. So um, I'll give it three and a half machine guns. That's where I'm at with it. Tush? Yeah. So I mean, like like I said before, it's it's my second favorite um Predator movie. And I mean honestly, if you took the nostalgia out of the first one, this might be the best Predator movie. <laughs> you know? Like obviously there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of love like seeing the first one as a kid and all that stuff. But, like if you took that away, this might be the best one, you know? And I mean like there's really it's just there's no fat on it, you know, it's just like lean and good and like I said, they should make more movies like this, you know, instead of like these $250 million movies that might bomb, you know, like I really enjoyed it. And I'm going to give it four and a quarter machine guns. Wow. Quite a score for predators. Quite a score. I think, um, I think you're crazy about predator one, just, not being better than this though. Cause when we watched it, I, I forgot how good predator is. Like I, there's a couple movies that I watched them for the podcast and yeah. was actually surprised. Like I remember enjoying them a lot and them being really good, but then watching them and them being even better than I remembered. Predator is one of them. Commando is one of them. Um, if Roadhouse is one of them. Uh, for whatever reason, like I think Predator is. It's, oh, it's great. I think it's, I just, think it's top five action movies of all time. I know, I'm. I'm just like. I mean, just in kind of my remembrance. Like again, nostalgia. It's like, but you might be right. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's an amazing I, movie. I, I think but. what the first one does so well is that it's like for such a big chunk of it at the beginning, it's like not like yeah. a it's so completely well, different. Like it does. It has like this whole other thing going on before. I, it gets I will to the say the this lack. This lack jokes about large pussies. It's true. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's true. Which I heard Shane Black makes up for it in the new one. Into the he really movie. actually does. It's, it's <laughs> awkward. It, it's it's yeah. It's it's pretty bad. But um, but yeah, no. I I I think you might be right. Um, I, I would probably say this is my second favorite. I do I I do I did like or do like Prey a lot, but I might like this better than Prey. It might be original. This Prey second one, which uh, people bag on, but I don't think is as terrible as people say. And then probably the one that I've never seen, uh, and I've only ever seen. I've only ever seen one of the. I've seen the the first Alien vs Predator. I never saw the second one they made. I Requiem. saw both. They are not great. Like, <laughs> yeah, they are especially that Requiem is yeah awful. 
And those take place in the UP. And then, like, uh, uh, Alien vs. Predator. I rewatched that not recently, but not for this podcast. I rewatched it just kind of on its own. And it is hard to get through. It is not a good movie. <laughs> it's insane bad. It's that's like, the one, that's bad. The one with like that's the one with like the pyramid and like the snow and stuff and where they decided, hey, you know these like famously gory movies? How about if we make it PG thirteen? Right. Yeah, it, <laughs> that's true. I was just gonna say it's good films. Well, maybe one day they'll make a good Alien vs Predator film. They made great Alien vs Predator comic books, great Alien vs Predator video games, you know, but can't do the movie apparently um all right should we get the plugs sure plug away Tish, go uh, first. okay so again like i said last time i was on uh i'm gonna release my book at the end of the month so uh overtime adventure in lesser hell it's gonna be available on amazon for um you can so apparently i learned about this on skillshare i'll plug them and i can get made like basically i can put on an ebook but then also you can just get print uh print to order too so and i don't think that'll be that expensive so yeah so I'll keep an eye out for it and uh yeah and then uh like i said i'll pimp out skillshare they they, they uh, helped me a little bit with that so it's happy with that and i'd also like to plug the um judge dread versus predator comic book check it out it's on kindle it's very good um okay uh i would like to um <clears throat> as always plug tubi uh this movie was not on tubi but it always has a lot of great content. Uh, and, and on the subject of Predator, uh, I would like to uh, uh, plug the uh, recent Wolverine versus Predator series that Marvel Comics put good. out. Um, it's four parts. It was really good because it basically is like Wolverine fighting the Predator, the same Predator in all these different stages in his life. You know, So you get like Bone Claw Wolverine in the first one and Weapon X. It's really good. Uh, it, it's four parts, so uh, definitely check it out if you're uh, into Predator, into Wolverine, into comic books in general. Um, it's really good. It's only four parts, so uh, yeah, I recommend it. I've never heard of that. I will absolutely find. Oh, it's excellent. It was really good. I didn't realize Marvel had the rights to Predator, or do they? Do? They do. It's well, Disney. well, when Disney got the 20th Century Fox rights, when oh, they got because the I remember the the Predator comics weren't they? Dark they Horse, were Dark Horse, and they were, but IDW, yeah. I thought at one point too. They were, yeah, but when, but, you know, they when Disney bought, in a while. yeah, when Disney bought 20th Century Fox, they got so now they make Predator and Alien comics and stuff like that. Oh. But this is the first time that they've done like a proper crossover with like Marvel, and it, it and makes, it's supposed to be canon too. Most of the crossovers, wherever they do them, oh, they're not really canon. Like Batman versus Predator wasn't right. canon, but they say Wolverine versus Predator is canon. So yeah. Okay. It's really cool. Check it out. I would say, like I said, it's only four issues. And, I guess uh, uh, yeah. look for uh, Predator to show up in the uh, Marvel Universe soon, the MCU. It's, uh, it's canon, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm going to plug uh, the Discord. Join us on Discord. It's been a little quiet lately, uh, but I think it's because of our weird schedule that we've been releasing movies. It's uh, it's, it's it's picked up a little bit yeah. over the last week. There's been there's been a lot of chatter. So. Uh, so, so, yeah, Discord. Join us on Discord. Chat with us. Uh, Instagram. You know, I always post there. Uh, Facebook, it, it does show up. It, whenever I post on Instagram, it auto carries over to Facebook. So by default, it's on Facebook. Um, but yeah, check us out. That's it. That's all I got. Discord. Discord. Oh, I did have one other thought. I think that for every movie that you do, you should have a segment called "To Be or Not To Be," and you can even play that clip from Last Action Hero where Arnold says "To Be or Not To Be, Not To Be." And I think you should play that for Joey. You talked about a movie is going to be on uh, to be or oh, not. It's on to be or not. To be or not yeah. to be. To be or not to be. <laughs> that's clever. That's, that's clever. That's pretty funny. But I think we're a little long in the tooth to start adding segments to our podcast now. Yeah. Oh, I, you know what? I want to throw out one other plug uh, before we wrap is this it up. Is it monoliths? <clears throat> no. It's uh, me and LPJ just found out today uh, that. Uh, friend and frequent guest of the podcast jody he has taken upon himself yeah. to uh as we discussed a couple episodes ago he's going through and he's collecting the ratings for uh every every he episode is, that man he is collecting the ratings the guests that were on the episode their scores any kind of little he's he's getting all kinds of information for us and 
I can't thank him enough because I yeah, want to do it. Yeah, neither of us wanted to do it, but it'll be great to have. And once once it's complete and whatever, we'll make it available. So, you know, like we'll put it on the Discord or something so people can see it. Like, but, uh, like what inspired this? Did he like get diagnosed with late in life ADD and just get Adderall? He's like, whoa, I got a great idea, guys. You know? <laughs> no, I don't I'm know. Pretty sure, talk- I'm pretty sure you watched Rain Man. He's like, you know what? <laughs> That's hey, a great a idea. Minute. I could totally do that. It was just oh, funny. No, because... I think he got a vaccine and then got and then you know got Asperger's. Oh you know? come on, what are we doing? It was fu- it was funny because we... I'm joking. I don't believe that. We it was funny because we talked about how we needed to do it. I think a couple episodes ago, yeah. and we were like, yeah. And then like Jody said, it's this really like out of context test today. <laughs> where at first, where at first we had no idea what he was talking about because it like didn't clarify, but then we then we figured it out and we're really thankful that he's doing it. And uh we you know uh, he's gone through whatever of it, but he sent it to us and it's it's pretty crazy. I'm looking I right mean, now so- he's gotten through thirty three no he's gotten through sorry the first twenty five movies we've done so far and that's just today. Yeah. So um big big thanks to Jody for doing that because it's something we probably need and you know when this podcast is done and dusted it'll be nice to have a some kind of comprehensive list of everything we've covered in the in the scores and that kind of thing he's done the first 30 episodes that's why he keeps texting me saying man i'm glad sphinx is gone (laughs) (laughs) all right ready so so episode 25 right was die hard 1998 or 1988 1988 i'm sorry what what do you think i rated it I thought you probably did four and a half machine guns. I think you did five. Five. Sphinx okay. w- was there, obviously. Oh, four. Five. Okay. The other two guests were Chops and Deadite. Chops probably gave it five. Four and a half. Deadite, Deadite. who had never seen it before. Four. Four, yep. Wow. There you go. That's the kind of great information we're getting here. Yeah. So anyways, like I said, a big, big props to Jody for doing that. And, um... Uh, as uh, as uh, 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 payment or thanks, maybe LPJ will finally let you do. Uh, yeah, I'll tell re- you. Let you re- I'll tell you. Let you pick re- a movie. Revenge of the Fallen on the podcast. Yeah. Anyways, are we done? We're done. This episode <laughs> of the Last Action Podcast has been terminated. Oh, but we'll be back. This might. Yeah.